Hey, welcome to the Haggerty Effect. My name is Stephen Haggerty and this show is specifically for entrepreneurs who are looking to get more out of life and more out of their business. Today we are jumping straight into top 10 mistakes new entrepreneurs make. And now these top 10s are in my opinion, my observation of being in the entrepreneurial world for 10 plus years now and seeing lots of different people come in and of course leave and go out. So let's jump straight into number one. In no particular order, we have, drum roll please, number one is waiting to start. I see so many entrepreneurs with such great potential not pulling the trigger when it comes to creating the businesses or starting the business that they want. This comes down to a, very, a, a mix of things. And I think the main one is, is the self-confidence within themselves on a really deep level. We're not talking about surface self-confidence. We're talking about the conversations that you guys have when you're lying in bed and you're thinking about what you want out of your life. Those sort of conversations where you have that tiny little word in the back of your ma- back of your head saying, you can't do it. You can never be successful. You're crazy. You're crazy. You know what you have to do with that, that voice? You have to shut that voice up. Because if you're always waiting to start, you will never start. If you're always waiting to pull that trigger, you will never pull the trigger. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to take a little bit of risk. It's a risky game. You're No one is guaranteeing your salary at the end of the month at the start. So you have to be ready and you have to go. In fact, you don't have to be ready. I take that back. You're never going to be ready. You just have to pull the trigger. Number two on the top 10 mistakes new entrepreneurs make. I don't know why that was rhyming, but hey, it worked. Number two is personal issues. Mixing your personal issues and your business issues. Allowing your personal issues to get in the way. Family feuds, arguments with friends, whatever these personal issues may be, they can hinder your business success. If you're really allowing them to affect your day-to-day business, the day-to-day conversations you're having with with colleagues, with uh, potential business partners, with potential clients, because clients can sense everything. They really can. I know if you're if you if you're having a shit day, excuse my French, but if you're having an awful day and you're speaking to a potential client, they're going to sense that something is up. So having a a way to stop personal issues affecting business issues, whether that's literally telling yourself the moment you walk in the office door, all personal issues are left outside, unless they are life or death. I, again, see this get in the way with a lot of people, and personal issues can also come down to the self-confidence thing we were talking about earlier. Lots of different avenues of this one, and I may do a whole podcast on that sort of thing. In fact, I probably will, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Number three, undervaluing your product and or your service. Wow. This one right here, this one is a big one. This one is a big one. (laughs) I like that, big one. This one is huge. I see it 
day in, day out. I truly do. Someone, especially more so when it's their a service rather than a product, because a product, you can kind of gauge prices from looking at the market and your competitors. Um, but then a lot of people also have that where they go, oh, my competitor is selling it for $100. I'm going to sell it for uh, $60 to undercut them. But it's $100 for a reason, people. It's $100 for a reason. The same with your servers. If you're offering services, um, there's so many different scope, different price ranges out there. Let's take the marketing industry, for example, and let's even specify a little bit down. Um, let's take web design. Now, web design services have a huge price variation. You can have web design for $150. You know, if you really, if you really look, you can find people to do a whole website for $150. And you can have websites being done for over $100,000. But the basic coding of these websites and the back end of the websites are usually very, very similar. What it comes down to is the web designer and who they are targeting, who they want to work with, and who they feel is should be working with. Now, I know a web designer who is on the lower end market but I know who should be charging a lot more for what they do and who their customers are. And this all comes down to, again, 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 some of the self-worth sort of conversations that we have with ourselves. It's a fatal mistake where people don't charge enough for what they're worth. Because at the end of the day, you have bills to pay. You want to expand your business. You want to grow your business, and especially if you're in the stage where you're moving from employee to entrepreneur, you want to be getting money in at a consistent rate at a higher level than you perhaps think you should be having so that you can make that move a lot more smoothly. Moving on, we are on number four. Number four. And it actually comes into really nicely from the last one. Employee mentality. I messed that up. Employee mentality. You're not going to get paid at the end of every month when you're starting out as an entrepreneur. You're not going to get a pay slip slammed on your desk by hate from HR with your salary in it. You have to go out and create that. You have to go out and want that. A lot of entrepreneurs, when they start, they don't realise that they have to work. It's kind of a, almost a buzz fee, a buzzword nowadays, entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur, yeah, but what is that? What is that? So if you're thinking or you are a new entrepreneur or maybe you've been in the game a while, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about here. Switching from employee mentality to entrepreneur mentality is one of the best things you will ever do. Making the switch from thinking I'm got a monthly paycheck coming in to making the switch to go I want to have more money coming in than I would ever have in a monthly paycheck things like this the conversations you have will benefit you in the long run I guarantee it number five running before you can walk now, I know this is a really big um, saying, slogan, tagline, whatever you want to call it in the UK. Don't run before you can walk. 
I'm I'm assuming it's it sort of it is in the states, Australia, all these different places. Um, basically, what that means is um, you know getting a little bit too big for your boots before you've even tied the laces. Oh, I quite like that. Getting too big for your boots before you tie the laces. Now, I am all for going for the big things, going for the big clients, going for the big contracts. But you can also be going for the smaller things, the ones that are going to bring in your returns quicker. The quick and easier wins means that you're going to get paid at the end of the month. It also allows you to free up your time to go with the big wins. Because the more money you are bringing in, and let's talk, let's be honest, business is all about making money, serving um, your clients and customers, and really, at the end of the day, I like to think it's sort of trying to change the world as well. But don't be naive in thinking that, don't be naive in thinking that you can spend the first 12 months of your business trying to reach that one big client. Whereas actually, if you spent the first six months of your business trying to reach 10 smaller clients, your revenue will probably be a lot better for it. And then from that revenue, you can be outsourcing some tasks, employing people to help you, and then giving you time to focus on the big dogs, focus on the big clients. So don't try and run before you can walk. I do truly believe that a lot of entrepreneurs do this. So I think it's very key to be really focused, be very present in what you're doing and where you want to go. That is one for you to just think about now. And moving on into number one, two, three, four, five, six, 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 six. Wanting to automate. Automation, automation, automation. Everything needs to be automated right now. I was having a conversation with someone recently about they were starting a new business and from day one they wanted to automate and I was like, that is great. But then you also have to do the work because you can't just set up automation and then expect things to happen. You are much better off automating as quickly as possible but making sure you've done the work so you can automate. So if this means you wanna automate a sales page, you have to make sure you're building a following. You have to make sure you're building a tribe. You can't just day one automate a sales page and then be like, oh, why didn't, why didn't I get any sales? Because you don't have any followers, you don't have any tribes, you don't even have any customers. You may not even know what your customer looks like. So again, this comes down to the awareness of where you're at in business and what you wanna do. Number seven, wrong business partners, investors, that sort of thing. Jumping into your business relationships far too quickly. So again, I'm going to say this again, but seeing this a lot, um, people meet someone or they family, friends, whatever it is, they think, okay, we're going to be really great business partners and something doesn't really work out in the long run. I think if you guys take a step back and really analyse what you want, the type of personalities you are, if you can work together, can you really do it in a long-term fashion? And what do you both want out, or or triple, however many people in the relationships, uh, how, what do you guys want out of this business?
business? What do you want out of the life? Make sure everything is as aligned as possible and make sure there's not um, or there's some clear rules in terms of crossover when uh, things go wrong, when things go right, who's responsible for what, all these different avenues so that you know that you can um, be sure that things will always get done and vice versa. Excellent. Number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, number eight, your environment. Your environment is everything. Look around who who do you spend your time with? Where do you hang out? What do you listen to? What do you watch? Now look at those again and think about what is serving you in the sense of helping you become a better entrepreneur, a better business person, better person. Loads of people are surrounding themselves with the wrong people. If you're an entrepreneur but you're surrounding yourself with people who hate their job, then how do you think that affects you? It could be a little bit motivational and for me it probably would be. But it's also going to be a little bit annoying and even on a subconscious level it's going to affect you more than you realise. But if you're an entrepreneur and you're surrounding yourself with people that are pushing you forward, that are motivating you, that are succeeding in their own right as an entrepreneur or business people or whatever they're doing, and you can see that and they're, and they're allowing you into that journey, how, how do you think that would affect you? It could only be a positive effect. Again, from that, you're going to find mentors, you're going to find coaches, you're going to find people who can help you and take you to where you want them to, where you want to go. And we come on to number nine. Two more to go, everyone. So this is a massive one. No clearly defined goals. You set up a business, you go, oh, I'm going to set up a website business, and that's it. Oh, now I do a website design. Yeah, but okay, so how much money do you want to bring in? How many clients do you want? Where do you want to see the company in 12 months' time? Where do you want to see your life in 12 months' time? Where do you want to see your life in five years' time? All these different things. To be honest, five years' time... Now I think the world moves so quickly, I tend to stick with 12 months, 18 months with my clients and have regular check-in and moving the goalposts sort of thing. Um, but if you do not have a clearly defined goal, goals, always, you know, have more than one, push yourself, then you're not going to know what direction you're going and you're not going to know when your things are going right, you're not going to know when things are going wrong. You're just going to keep going, you're going to be like, great, I've got another client, cool, 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 cool. But you don't know what it means. You don't know you want. You're not going to be connected with the feeling of achievement if you don't have really clearly defined goals. So if you're sat here, listen. If you're sat there listening or standing or whatever you're doing, listening to this, and you do not have clearly defined goals, I want you to go and do that task within the next 24 hours. Sit down with yourself and your business partners if you have some, and set out three to five clearly specific designed goals and also what I like to add is put what you're going to do when you achieve those goals how are you going to celebrate have fun and lastly number 10 the big one the big 10 pleasing everyone going into business and thinking everyone is your customer trying to please every single person that crosses your through your door or on the phone or through email. You cannot possibly please everyone in this world. What are we, like, 
eight billion people or something in the world. I, I can't. I don't know what the last count was. Probably a lot more than that. Um, you cannot please every single person in the world. Please the people you want as clients. Don't try and please them. Just serve them. Be nice. Give them what they want and what you're offering. Don't try and go up, be the person you're not. Don't try and be a business you're not. Don't try and offer things that you do not. It's only going to bite you in the ass. It really will. So please only please the people you want to please. Don't go out there and try and please everyone because you're going to waste time. And time is the only thing we have. Those were my top 10 mistakes new entrepreneurs make. You have been listening to The Haggerty Effect with me, Stephen Haggerty. Tune in next time for some more awesome topics. Thank you very much.